Good morning, sports girlies. I'm so happy to have all of you back. Um, it's been so fun over the past few weeks, and be patient with me as we figure this all out together. I have so many things on the vision board for sports girly, and I just hope you'll all stick around for the ride. I hope you're all having a great week so far. I must say, living here in the Scottsdale, Phoenix area, it is wild how many people are in town. Just the buzz of the city. Um, not only is the Super Bowl on Sunday here in Glendale, it's also the Waste Management Open, which is a golf tournament here in Phoenix. And it gets pretty crazy. It's not so much of a golf tournament as more of a drinking party, but I'll have to let you know how it goes. This is the first time I've gone um, in a while since, well, I guess since I had a baby, so only really a year, but it should be fun. But one thing I wanted to share with you guys that I did over the weekend was I watched a documentary on the Baltimore Ravens. ESPN does these documentaries called 30 for 30s. So they document either, honestly, it doesn't matter. It's any, it's team. Sometimes it's individual players. Sometimes it's um, years of time, like in sports, if that makes any sense. Well, this one happened to be about the Baltimore Ravens in 2000. So this is prior to their first season in Hard Knocks, which is a documentary as well. Well, more of a reality show on a NFL team during training camp prior to the season, just to give you a little background. So anyways, this Baltimore Bullies team is just full of these characters. So one guy, his nickname's Goose. Um, his name's Tony Sargusa, and unfortunately he passed away this past September. Um, I believe like a heart attack. Don't quote me on that one. Um, and then Ray Lewis, who was, which I didn't know any of this, was acquitted, I believe, from covering up a double homicide. I don't want to get into the weeds about it, but it sounds pretty scandalous. As well as this guy, Shannon Sharp, from the Skip and Shannon show, which is, it's on ESPN. I believe they also do it on, like, Sirius Radio. Anyways, these guys are pretty loud and boisterous and kind of obnoxious, but that's really, like, their shtick. Um, but anyway, so, and there's a few other guys on the team. So they all make up this band of brothers, like bullies, whatever you want to call them. So some interesting things from the documentary is the Baltimore Ravens, like at this point, they suck. Like they have been losing like five games straight. They haven't scored a single point. Like literally the game ends and they have zero on the board. Well, they um, end up switching up their quarterback and use like the second string quarterback and things start to turn around. And everyone's talking about this Baltimore Ravens team. Like, are they going to the Super Bowl? That's insane because any team that's losing five games, like one, mathematically probably not possible they're going to the Super Bowl. Or a team that's lost five games shouldn't even deserve the right to be in the Super Bowl. So that's kind of the, the tone of how the season's going for them. Well, in this streak of losses, they lost to the Tennessee Titans. So fast forward to these past these five games, they start winning some games, like I said, and they have to play Tennessee again. 
while one of the players, one of the bullies, his playbook gets stolen. I think it was the quarterback. And so his playbook gets stolen. He's like, I have this routine. Like, I would never lose it. blah de blah blah And turns out that the Tennessee Titans, one of their coaches, stole it. So it's just like that movie Waterboy where the coach, like, he loses his, like, mojo because his playbook was stolen by the other team. Like, I don't know. You have to go back and watch it. It's pretty funny. But anyway, so long story short, the Baltimore Ravens end up winning that game. They're like, no, we don't need our playbook. Like, we're just a great team. Like, we got this. Well, at the end, they do end up winning the Super Bowl. So not really a spoiler because it's already happened. It's literally in history. But just thought I'd share. It's just a good little documentary. And if you're looking for something to watch, you want to know a little bit more about the Baltimore Ravens, I definitely recommend it. What I also ended up watching, as I mentioned last week, that I would be watching was the NFL Pro Bowl. So this was the first year they've done it this way. They've always sort of had these skill competitions, but the flag football piece of it on Sunday was brand new. So you had Eli Manning and Peyton Manning coaching both the NFC and the AFC teams. Eli was partnered up with Pete Davidson on one team and Peyton Manning was partnered up with Snoop Dogg. And I just got to say that Eli and Peyton took this game so seriously. At one point, Peyton Manning was visibly red in the face and screaming at the refs that they had already removed this rule, that it wasn't a rule anymore. It was just so funny, like how intense it was. And like, bro, this is a flag football game. Think like field day. It's the end of the school year or for them, it's the end of the season. They get to hang out with their friends, make new friends. And truly, this is what's right up a sports girlie's alley. You can watch these skill competitions, feel like you're getting into the sport and not feel like you don't know what's going on because it's like they're playing tug of war or they're throwing Um, In this case, they were throwing water balloons and Peyton and Eli were coaching them through it. It was not anything that serious. So I hope I'm selling this well because next week will be the all-star weekend for the NBA. So I will go into that more in detail later. Um, But it's definitely something I recommend watching because it gives you an idea of who the players are And like I said, you get to see their personalities. It's more of a show, not so much a game that you're having to watch with like rules to follow. Okay, so as we know, the Super Bowl is this weekend and I want to set you guys up for success as far as watching the game and enjoying it and having something to talk about with whoever you're watching the game with. Okay, so what I did was I highlighted a few players from both teams so that you have some cool factoids, interesting things to talk about. And a little background on some of the players. Now, before I get into that, I wanted to explain to you what a Swiss Army Knife player is. It was new to me, but in very layman's terms, a Swiss Army Knife player would be someone that has multiple skill sets. So that's someone that could play safety or cornerback or maybe they were a quarterback in college so they can throw the ball. They're just a multi multifaceted player. All right, so for the Kansas City Chiefs, first guy I've got is Jarek Jet McKinnon. 
He's a running back, went to Georgia Southern. And what's interesting about this guy is he actually tore his ACL on back-to-back years. And he did play with the 49ers. And they expected him to be similar to the 49ers player McCaffrey. But with all these torn ACLs, the Niners were like, hey, bro, like, we got to buy someone that can, like, actually play for us. So we have to let you go. So he ended up playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. So it'll be really cool to watch him. And we want him to have this big comeback story. Number two is Tommy Townsend, who's a punter for the Chiefs. He actually went to the University of Florida. And this guy, he'll be easy to spot because he's got that really long, like, Trevor Lawrence hair. I don't know. He's been in, like, the news a lot. So Trevor Lawrence went to Clemson, but now plays for the Jaguars. But I digress. So Tommy Townsend has this long brown hair, super cute. So Tommy actually has a brother who is also a punter, also went to Florida, and was on the practice squad for the Chiefs, but they let him go in December. But Tommy is very good at his job. So as a punter, he can kick the ball so high and so deep, like down the field to the other side. So the other team has to catch that ball when someone kicks the ball from the other end. He does it so far that no one can ever catch it. All right, another cutie on the Chiefs would be Harrison Butker. He's a kicker. One thing I found pretty funny about this guy is his Instagram handle is buttkicker7. His number of his jersey is seven, but the fact that he made his Instagram handle buttkicker is just hilarious to me. So he actually misses more kicks than he necessarily should have this year so his accuracy is a bit off similar to I don't know if any of you watched the Cowboys game where the kicker could literally not make a field goal so he's not quite that bad but he hasn't been great so we'll see how it goes for him during the game a few other interesting things to note is he Uh, is married, has two little kids, and actually owns an athletic clothing company. So he looks to source the material and then has other prominent athletes, like famous athletes, put their logo, their branding onto his sportswear, which I found pretty interesting. All right, another University of Florida graduate, Kadarius Towney. He's a wide receiver and is one of those Swiss Army Knife players that I mentioned before. So Kadarius, being a wide receiver, his job is to catch the ball. So think about a big dude on the field that's super strong, but also is really fast. So not only can he block what's coming towards him, he can also receive the ball and run for a touchdown. So keep a lookout for Kadarius. He has had three touchdowns this year, um, and I'm sure is looking for another one. All right, another name I'm sure you've heard in the news and circling around lately is Travis Kelsey, the tight end from the University of Cincinnati. And his brother Jason Kelsey plays for the Philadelphia Eagles, hence why people are calling this the Kelsey Bowl. There have been people... petitioning to have their mom do the coin toss. I think I mentioned that last week. So you will definitely see a lot of him on the field. He's definitely the life of the party kind of personality. 
He did a reality show called Catching Up with Kelsey, which on his podcast, he admitted that he really only did it for the money because he had like bon- um, blown his rookie signing bonus or something. But I can bet that you will probably see him scoring a touchdown. He has 12 touchdowns so far this season. And in the NFL, they play six, no, 17 games. There's already been three postseason games. So you do the math. He pretty much averages like one a game. All right. Last but certainly not least for the Kansas City Chiefs is their quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. He went to the University of Texas Tech and actually played baseball and football while he was in school there. So off the field, Patrick Mahomes is married to this girl, Brittany. And Brittany and her brother have actually been, not her brother, his brother, have been scrutinized in the media because they're they're just like a little too much. Like she sprayed fans with champagne last time they were in the Super Bowl or like during like an, I think an AFC like championship game. And his brother makes these TikToks where he's like heckling fans and like getting them like riled up and stuff. So there was talk in the media that Mahomes had told his brother and his sister that they couldn't come to games anymore but he tweeted out that like no of course I didn't say that like y'all are just making stuff up blah 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 well recently Patrick Mahomes and his wife became part owners in the Kansas City women's soccer team and he already is like a part owner in the Kansas City Royals baseball team so I think he's doing just fine for himself. Um, Not to mention he's already won a Super Bowl. He's like the best quarterback in the NFL right now. All the things. But you'll definitely hear people talking about how Patrick Mahomes has like an upper ankle, ankle injury or something. It's probably not anything serious, but Patrick Mahomes is what they call a running quarterback. So he runs the ball more often than throws the ball. So when he doesn't have the ability to do both... He's obviously only performing at half his best. So that'll definitely be something that the Eagles will be looking to take advantage of. Which brings me to our Eagles coverage. First off, we've got Jalen Hurts, the quarterback from the University of Alabama. What's kind of cool about him is he actually has an all-female management staff. So like his PR person, his personal assistant, his marketing manager, you name it. He has like a team of like six women and they're just like boss babes if we even still say that anymore. I'm not really sure, but Jalen Hurts is a well-rounded quarterback. So when it comes to quarterbacks, you have, like I said before, a running quarterback and you have quarterbacks that throw the ball so for instance Tom Brady he throws the ball you know where he's going to be standing and you can make plays based on that but Jalen's different in that he's not stationary he will run the ball he'll throw the ball he might run a little bit then throw the ball so he's a very like diverse player and he seems like an even keeled guy so it doesn't seem like pressure really gets to him He always seems really calm and collected during like press interviews and stuff like that. So this is his first appearance in the Super Bowl. So his overall demeanor is definitely something that people will be watching out for. All right. Devontae Smith is a wide receiver from the University of Alabama. Ugh. But he actually won the Heisman Trophy, which is like the top award that you get in college. Normally this goes to like a quarterback Um, Or even like a running back like Reggie Bush who dated Kim Kardashian, if we all remember. 
So Devontae won the Heisman, but he's a wide receiver. So definitely is a top player and will be someone you'll want to be watching out for in the end zone. Okay, here is a new one for me and maybe most of you sports girlies. Hassan Reddick is an outside linebacker from Temple University. I honestly had never heard of this guy, but the 49ers played him. And for whatever reason, the 49ers decided not to block him. And obviously the joke was on us because they beat us and are now playing the Chiefs at the Super Bowl. So it's definitely something that the Chiefs will need to look out for is making sure that he is... He actually ended up getting a touchdown during the 49ers playoff game. And something fun to note is he has the most sacks entering into the Super Bowl. So a sack is when you tackle the quarterback and he loses yards. So when a quarterback is getting ready to throw the ball, sometimes they move backwards a little bit. And if they end up tackled, then they are losing yards. So, Hassan has 78 sacks this season. So, if you divide that by 19 games, so he averages about four sacks a game. So, if you're really piecing this together and trying to paint the picture, you've got a quarterback for the Chiefs that can't, isn't very mobile. And then you have Hassan Reddick, who has 78 sacks. So, he's going to be someone that the Chiefs need to look out for and make sure that He's not getting close to the quarterback. All right. Jason Kelsey, the brother of Travis Kelsey. They both actually went to the University of Cincinnati. And Jason's wife, Kyle, they actually met on a dating app. And they have three kids together. And she used to actually coach hockey. Um, Obviously, it doesn't anymore. But she is about 38, I guess now is 39 weeks pregnant. So they're bringing their OB with them just in the off chance that she happens to go into labor. And this past Christmas, Jason and some other players on the team actually made a Christmas album. So, which was actually pretty good. I listened to it over the holidays. Okay. I don't know about the rest of you sports girlies, but sometimes I wonder like, do these players, like, are they friends with each other on like the opposing team and things like that? And the answer is yes. A lot of times they know each other. They've either played on previous teams or like they went to college together, you name it. So one of those instances is with AJ Brown, the wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles actually went to high school with Willie Gay, who plays for the Chiefs. Okay, hopefully I say this right. In Dominican Sioux, a defensive tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's kind of bounced around from team to team. And it makes sense because he actually has a reputation for being a pretty dirty player. Um, I guess he was voted dirtiest player by his own peers. But he won a Super Bowl with Tom Brady. And that was his like comeback tour per se of like I'm actually like not that bad of a guy and this and the other but now he plays for the Eagles so he'll be someone that will probably give out some rough hits over the course of the game and then we have Dallas Goder who is a tight end he went to the University of South Dakota so he actually does these funny Wawa commercials that like gas station that's like in the Midwest with his teammate who actually is roommates with uh, Vontae Maddox but he was in the 2018 draft 
And the Dallas Cowboys actually wanted to draft him because obviously his name's Dallas. Jerry Jones could have made him into this like household name player. I'm sure that's what he was thinking. Well, the Eagles, who are big rivals with the Cowboys, were like, no thanks. Like, you're not doing that to us. Like, we're going to stick it to you and we're going to draft him first. So they ended up drafting Dallas just to be spiteful. Um, Obviously, he's done fine on the Eagles. Like, he's, you know, been on the team from what I understand this entire time. But it's just funny how, like, even in this, like, high profession, people are still petty and play games. All right, last but not least, I've got Fletcher Cox, the defensive tackle from Mississippi State, who's been playing for the Eagles since 2012. He has played more than 10 years as a defensive tackle, so you'd assume he'd probably retire if they ended up winning. He already has a Super Bowl ring from when the Eagles won in 2017, but I'm sure it would be nice to have another one. But, like, can you imagine, like, a defensive tackle is literally taking a beat down every single game, not to mention padded practices, and you're doing that, like, for more than 10 years. You're doing it 10 years in the NFL. You're probably doing it two to four years in college, not to mention all through high school you've been playing football, and even before that, like, I'm sure his body is just over it. So in some ways, it'd be nice to like for a player like that to get to end their career with another Super Bowl. But I found out that he actually owns like a hunting lodge. Well, it's actually nice. So lodge is like a full ranch in Texas where you can go hunt like wild game, which I found really interesting. He's got a beautiful wife, Casey, and she is a dog mom to a Yorkie, a Frenchie, and a German Shepherd. So you'll love to see a dog mom in the Super Bowl. All right, on to Wit's pick versus Vegas's pick. I'm going to try to do this as often as possible and I guess more when it makes the most sense. But the Super Bowl is, if there's any time to bet on a game, it's the Super Bowl. So for no reason, like stat related or anything like that, I have chosen the Philadelphia Eagles to win the Super Bowl because I just learned a lot about the players over the past like several weeks and I really want the quarterback to um, get his first Super Bowl. You know, Mahomes already has one, give Jalen a chance. So that's why I'm going to be rooting for the Philadelphia Eagles to win the Super Bowl this year. Yay! So we'll see if I'm right. I hope so. Don't put your money on me and my pick and then come back and be upset because I really have no stake in the game, literally. All right. So what we can expect for next week is basketball. So football's over. Basketball's actually been going on since like well before Christmas, but they are headed into basically mid-season with their all-star game, which is the 17th and the 19th of February. So I will be watching that, but I want to make sure that you are all prepared sports girlies going into that game. If it's something that you choose to watch or forced to watch or happen to be in a bar and want to have something to talk about. So we'll go over all of that next week. And I just wanted to close this out by saying like, thank you so much for being a part of Sports Girly. I had a listener tell me that she has not really had 
the opportunity to share sports information with her husband, who's like a big, like avid sports guy, very similar to how my husband is. And after following Sports Girly on Instagram and listening to the podcast, she actually had some cool things to say and like carry on a conversation with her husband about, which like just warms my heart because it's truly why I'm doing this at the end of the day. And I hope y'all are enjoying it. Um, the podcast is now available on Apple. It's already been on Spotify and iHeartRadio and anywhere you can get podcasts. If it's not somewhere that you want to listen to it, let me know. Um, comment and subscribe. Leave me five stars. If we want to make sure that Sports Girly can get out there to as many Sports Girlies as possible. So thanks again. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye.